0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast. I'm Karen Sullivan, the founder of Pretty Wellness, a two-time breast cancer survivor thriving with stage four disease and author of the book that shares the same name as this podcast, Happiness Through Hardship. I'm also a girl who wishes on pennies. I try to see the good in everything, even when life is not so great, but sometimes it just takes a little more. And this podcast will provide you with what worked well for me, success stories of people that have been through hard times, and simple suggestions that brought hope, resources, and connections. I hope you've been able to catch our recent episodes, including one with author and ballerina Courtney Ram, who shares her deeply personal tell-all about domestic abuse and falling for a dangerous man. Or last week's episode with Danielle Desir, travel and finance writer, who shared tips for personal finance during hard times and pandemic travel. Now, if you've liked these episodes or others, please tell your friends. And do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe. Your efforts truly will help this podcast get noticed. And first, before we begin, today's episode kicks off the holiday season. And I want to share that we have tons of healthy holiday resources for you On prettywellness.com or at prettywellness on Instagram. We recently released our list of virtual volunteering opportunities as well as our seventh annual healthy holiday gift guide. So please head on over. We're excited to help you have a healthy and happy holiday season. And now, for this fun and festive holiday episode, I am beyond thrilled to introduce you to Megan Buchanan Roberts, a secondary education school counselor, a former manager for Hershey Corporate, a wife, a mom, and my fabulous and full of fun college roommate. She has always been someone who celebrated the big and little in life. So she seemed like the perfect person to have a conversation to hopefully help us all make the holiday special. Now, while this season will look differently than before, we want to help find happiness, create joy. And even though many of us are apart, we want to help us all find ways to celebrate together. So please grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's get started. Hello everyone, I am so excited for this special episode today talking about the holidays and that I get to introduce you to Megan Buchanan-Roberts. She's a secondary education school counselor a former manager for Hershey Corporate, and by the way, I benefited from that quite often. She's a Miami merger, which if you don't know what that is, that means she married her college sweetheart, and she's a mom to three very active teenage boys. Now, if you knew her growing up, you saw her with tight curly hair, a multicolored cheer bow, as well as matching outfits, and she always had a welcoming smile. She was swim team captain, prom queen, and president of her high school class, which honestly has been an ongoing theme in her life. I met her in our college dorm freshman year, where she became, of course, president of Sims Hall. And I was her VP of social affairs. Now, she's the type of person that befriended everyone in her radius, and became not only president, of course, of Delta Gamma, she also maintained great grades at the Harvard of the Midwest. And let me tell you, I'm not just saying it. It was on the t-shirts at Miami of Ohio. We are the Harvard of the Midwest. Now, she also volunteered at the OCRC. She'd cook dinner for her boyfriend and her housemates regularly and was always the leader in celebrating the big and the little in life whether it was marker fights on birthday nights or taking pictures to commemorate all the mice in our college home basement. Now, Megan finds a way to instill joy in the miraculous and all the mundane activities. There are truly very few people that can tell a story longer than I can, which is why I am thrilled that to celebrate the holidays with all of you, Megan and I are going to have a conversation to hopefully help us all with the holidays. Yes, 2020 has been, I don't know, let's say a mess to put it lightly, but as you know, Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast is all about finding joy within whatever journey you are on and this season we want, I know I want to help find happiness, create joy and even though we are apart from so many people that we like and we love, I want to find ways to celebrate celebrate together even though it may be different. I am so thrilled to introduce you to one of my very very, very best friends in life it was in my wedding. I have known since the early days in college, Megan. Hi, Meg. Thanks for joining Hi, us. Hi, Karen. That was so much fun. What a walk down memory
1: lane. And I can't believe you remembered all those
0: details. Oh, my so. gosh. I have to be honest. I have to tell you a little secret here. So this morning, as I was putting this all together and starting to write it, I reached out to Jeff, your husband, um, and Lisa and Anne, our friends from college, to try and get some ideas from them, some of which <laughs> cannot be discussed on this podcast because, you know, we were young and fun, right? Right. <laughs> And then absolutely. there were, absolutely there were other things that was like to make a story, you know, to make a long story longer or Hey, muffinhead <laughs> um, was, was, was great. And so, you know, there were some pictures that went back and forth. I think of your prom queen days, or we were talking about, you know, <laughs> being a cheerleader and a swim captain. And then of course, like all of our Miami of Ohio moments. So, oh my I, gosh. you know, this so was just many <laughs> so many fun ones. So thank you. That was great. Well, and I also have to say for all of you out there listening, you know, Megan is one of my best friends in life. And it means so much that she has been an avid listener to the podcast. And I love when I get these messages or texts from her that's like, okay, so I was driving to to school today and it was like I was talking to you in the car because I can hear your voice and I totally can hear you saying what you said because (laughs) it's you being you. And so, hey, I mean... From top to bottom, Meg, I appreciate everything you've ever done for me as a friend and also now as a professional. It's awesome well, that you've been so supportive. You.
1: It's been awesome. And true confessions, I am not known to be the world's most tech savvy person. So I'm kind of proud of myself. You actually <laughs> got me into podcasting because I was not going to miss out. So I um, have listened to each one. I look forward to every Wednesday morning before I um, head off to work. I get up early and um, take my AirPods and my puppy dog and off. I feel like I'm walking and talking with you. So it's a treat every week I look forward to. Well, so thanks for bringing me up with the times, too.
0: <laughs> I love it. I mean, it just makes us feel so connected. And we are very connected, whether it was before, you know, before the pandemic, we've kept in touch for years, which has been yeah. kind of the beauty, I think, of, of, of our friendship. But uh, usually, as you know, I ask people at the beginning just to kind of get us into the podcast to tell us a little something about them. But I thought maybe I would turn the tables here to see. Uh, you know, not that I want you to give away all my, you know, embarrassing <laughs> stories or whatnot, but like, what are some fun times we can share? Because, you know, so often I've talked about my, it's it's really my corporate life and beyond or my post-cancer diagnosis, because that's when I started embracing healthy living. But truly, I've yeah. really always been somebody who saw the grass, the, the grass half full, the glass half full.
1: I think that's definitely what attracted me to you. I mean, I remember when we first connected in Sims Hall, I think we both came from far. I grew up in St. Louis and you came from Minnetonka, Minnesota. And yeah. Neither of us knew anybody. And I think we both had that attitude, which I'm grateful for, where it was like we can either sit and rot in our dorms and be miserable and homesick or... We can get out and you know do something about that kind of uncomfortable, that uneasy feeling of being you know in a strange city and a new place and knowing no one and I just felt like we both had that connection of you know trying to get connected and do something with the uncomfortable and make something out of it and it ended up being such an incredible experience where you know we became quick friends I could you know tell quickly that you had the same positive energy and uh, outlook on life and Um, It was just really one of the first times I felt like I knew Miami was going to be a great place for me because I was going to find people that were like me and you were that first person for me. So thank you.
0: Well, what's interesting, fast forward so many years and you were outside of Kevin, the first call I made when I found out for the first time that I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Because for those of you that don't know my story, at thirty one years old, three months after my wedding, which Megan was, you know, in my wedding, I was diagnosed. With you know stage two a breast cancer and so of course my first call was to Kevin he wasn't there with me but then I sat waiting for him to drive down and if you remember I called you I remember it so vividly and it was this two kind of prong approach like I knew your mother had had breast cancer before so I knew that you could understand but I also knew that you'd be able to hold my hand and keep my spirits up because I again, even when going through such hard times in life, I need a little bit of that positivity around me. And you were able to talk me through when Um, I got that uh, news.
1: Yeah, I definitely, gosh, Karen, it's so funny. It's like, obviously so long ago, but in a moment, it feels like it was yesterday. I remember when you called and I remember the connection, you know, with having just recently gone through that with my own mom, but so different, I think, in the sense that you know, we were so young at the time and I, yeah. I felt like, you know, I was, I felt blessed that, you know, you entrusted me with that news. And I felt like I did have, you know, a little bit to share from my experience with, you know, my, my mom and my family, breast cancer is very, very near and dear to my heart and something that um several of the women in my family have dealt with. So, I, you know, I was glad I could be there for you and, and connect you to my mom and, you know, others who I know have walked in your shoes and, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, we had each other to kind of, you know, be there for one another and talk to you through it and just listen because, you know, it's definitely not something you wish on anyone, but you had the right attitude and still do to this day. Um, and the way you handle things and, and have found the positive and have, taking, you know, care of your health and surrounding yourself with all the right people.
0: Well, you can tell and and thank you because mm-hmm. again, I mean, as I said at the top of this, you've, you you're such a special friend to me and one of my best friends in life. And we've had in addition to the intense because we've both had, you know, we're um, we're still really young, but we've had, you know, ups and downs in our <laughs> lives because people do as as they evolve. Uh, you and I have had a lot of goofy, fun, silly times from, from college and beyond. And so, uh, you know, as I said in the beginning, I feel like there was we're always finding a reason to celebrate whatever that might be. Or, I mean, I think back to how we would exercise and we would take these long power walks. You know, through Oxford, which was where Miami of Ohio's campus, up and down and wherever it might be. And then we'd reward ourselves, oftentimes beforehand, like going to what was it called? It was like the Five and Dime you, store, but it's not yeah, a Five you, and Dime store. Yeah. U uh, Shop. We would walk for Laffy Taffy. For Laffy so Taffy. Kind of it was like five tenths of. But. Yeah. Uh, so we probably ate all our candied calories and, and <laughs> sugar. Maybe that's what and the kept UDF us UDF
1: for milkshakes. Yeah, Did that UDF count? for the
0: milkshakes. <laughs> So there's, you know, it's fun for us. I mean, and I, and I think it's fun to think back. I mean, I truly have embraced healthy living like I never could have imagined before. I mean, you remember back in the days when we would, you know, watch, it was probably the earlier versions of nine hundred two
1: 90210. Yep, yep. And I'd
0: have like a pint of Ben and Jerry's.
1: <laughs> have the Elf and Cookies.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, the, the those cookies. What other sweet treats? You did do with mix it? in
1: some celery and jelly though. So
0: does that qualify as like a salad? Maybe oh, there's a little fruit. Little you guys will never, there. ever, ever, <laughs> ever let me live that down. Now never. I know it sounds crazy, but that was the days when we would dip, you know, jelly with everything. We had our pretzels and jelly and I forget that what free else free era.
1: Um, Remember how fat you, free was the trend back then? If yeah, that, you ate
0: fat free, you were healthy. So oh, totally the box you, of snack wells. You could eat all the fig Newtons you wanted. Totally, all the pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, now I will say I have evolved, as everybody knows. Most people know that with I changed my lifestyle after the stage four diagnosis, and now, and I think you, you know you have evolved to eat healthier as well. But what is what is your what would you say your healthy slash um, bonuses now, as opposed to the crud that we used to eat back then?
1: I definitely think we've come a long way and I'm grateful for that. Um, I actually, I would say, gosh, I really like to eat clean. I'd say that's kind of one of the things I I try to make that a large percentage of my meals. I, I, you know, give myself some grace. I'm not perfect all the time, but um, I'm into this like chocolate canola is one of my favorite things that I've been into lately for breakfast. It's easy to make and I always have it on hand and, um, it's something good when I'm in a hurry. So it's like a quinoa. Yeah, it's a quinoa and oats and cacao powder. It's got a little bit of that sweet, um, to it. And I just love, it's very easy to make and it is something that can have on hand when you just need that quick, either snack or meal or a little sweet treat. So that's one of my favorites lately.
0: You'll have to send me a recipe of that. I'll add it to the show notes for all of okay. you missing because we are all about, you know, easy, sweet treats. Yes. I'll tell you, for those of you who who, um, who know me well, and, and Meg, you know this, I love Daily Harvest. I am a huge fan. I, I came ac- uh, across them a few years ago, you know, when I was incredibly, I mean, I'm still busy, but we're not out and about as much, and I just wanted fast, healthy, plant-based meals on the go and that's when I came across not just their smoothies but their harvest bowls and it's made with all you know real ingredients that are then frozen and you keep in your freezer and you can pop it out and I don't use the microwave anymore but you can use a microwave and you can put it on the stovetop if it's a harvest bowl if it's a smoothie a blender and their some of their newest products are drumroll please these ice cream scoops and that is oh, yum everything they have is about, you know, five or so ingredients. Their ice cream scoops are made with, say, coconut milk. milk. It's all vegan. And dates. Uh, You know, I don't have the ingredients list in front of me, but it's made, like, some of them have, like, maca. I think the mint cacao chip does. And fancy flavors and so maple syrup. It's so good.
1: It's delicious.
0: Right. I love, I love it, love it, love it. And uh, I can put some information in the show notes for that too. If people want to know what my favorite things are, because I always get when I talk about it, people will be like, what are your favorite things? I'm like, it's the jalapeno, uh, Brussels sprouts, harvest bowl, and the ooey gooey chocolate scoops. But you will appreciate Meg, you know how much I love chickpeas. They have these, um, these bites, these, uh, they're like chickpea, frozen cookie dough bites that are pretty good, too. Uh, really good. So
1: That sounds amazing. Easy and good. What's is better you, than
0: that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and okay, now you're getting me hungry, but we are here. Thank you, everybody, for letting us like take a walk down memory lane to share some of our favorite things. We're here to talk about our thoughts about the holidays 2020. This is more meant to be a, an open-ended conversation because... I think we're all trying to grapple with what our plans are. And, you know, Megan and I come from not literally two different places, but we do. I'm on the East Coast. She's in the Midwest. Uh, But we also, she's got three boys. They're all teenagers, one in college, two in high school. And I am, you know, have one son who's in middle school and I have a compromised immunity. So... Uh, we thought it'd be a good conversation to talk about what the holidays look like for us and maybe some suggestions on how people can stay connected, because I know that's what I'm craving.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for
0: all of us, I know our family has had to
1: make some tough decisions this holiday season. And, you know, we're deciding to stay home uh, for Thanksgiving. And we traditionally would be heading to my in-laws and getting together with the cousins and aunts and uncles and my mother-in-law and it just didn't feel right. We have, you know, obviously as many areas of the country right now, COVID cases spiking and, you know, we've got one, a, my oldest son is coming home from college in a couple weeks and we just didn't want to do the the big gathering this year and felt like we can still enjoy the holidays and maybe even try something different. We're going to try something new. And I think the main part that we're going to focus on is it's still going to be fun. It's just going to be a new fun and try some different things that may stick and actually be some tradition that we can add, you know, to our list, you know, moving forward because it is fun. We really enjoy setting the holiday traditions around here.
0: All right, so so talk to me. Tell me what you guys are thinking, or maybe start with, tell me what you're thinking, and then I want to know if Jeff and the boys are are on board or if this is something you got to push with them.
1: <laughs> well, I will say I definitely can get some eye rolls sometimes with the teenagers and my um, crazy ideas, but for the most part, they are pretty good sports. Um, one of the things we've definitely had fun with um, for Thanksgiving is we have enjoyed doing turkey trots, so we'd sign up for a local race or... Um, you know, some sort of an event in the community. And sadly, this year, a lot of those are not taking place or they're virtual. So I think we are still talking about wanting to participate in our own turkey trot and make our own race um, and, you know, find a route. Obviously, that's one of the beauties is, you know, parks are still open and there's still lots of gorgeous areas around our area that we can find our own trail. I make some own fun with the day. We might even get some turkey hats and some of those silly, you know, things just to uh spice up spice up our event. And well, then- I know
0: Jeff will do that. Will the boys do it? <laughs> oh, maybe with a little bribery, but no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, they're they're uh, pretty good sports when it comes to corny, but um we'll see. I I may may not get them to participate in that part of it, but I can always try, right?
0: Totally. Totally. If not, the two of you, you you and Jeff will be the ringleaders and the boys right. will just, you know, be a few steps behind.
1: That's right. What are you guys doing? Are you, your plans, are you starting to kind yeah. of figure
0: out what your, your Thanksgiving's going to look like? Yeah. So we're, we're, we're really trying to figure that out. But honestly, like we knew, we haven't had anybody in our house since uh, March 7th. Yeah. We, you know, I have a compromised immunity and it it's, sure. it's a little bit twofold. I think some of it is, you know, do I really think if somebody walked in with a mask and, and we were that safe? I, you know, I, I think that one can do it, do it and be safe. But some of sure. it is I, I have an 11-year-old and, and how do we say that like one friend can come in the house and the other can't or, mm-hmm. you know, this relative can come but that, that one can't. And so it it became just easier for us. And we do, you know, and we feel safe here. If I, I mean, as you know, and for those of you that don't, I'm on a chemotherapy regimen. And if I have any fever, COVID or no COVID, I've got to go to the hospital because my body cannot regulate itself. And so it's been really important that, you know, we'd be very, very cautious. And so we've been, you know, we know that we're staying home. We know that it's just the three of us. Uh, what's been interesting is that, I mean, you know that my sister lives in Denver and my parents now live in Florida and my parents have never lived in the same place that we have. And so what was interesting with various holidays and birthdays throughout, you know, the last several months of COVID is that we've stepped up our ability to connect. And so we'll put the computer or a phone on the table and do like happy birthday events with my parents. We did, my mom, for her birthday, we did a Kahoot. Have you heard of that The Kahoot? It's an app
1: and you can play trivia
0: Mm -hmm. and then you can Zoom with people. So my son came up with a grandma Judy quiz of all things that grandma Judy might like. And then we all got on and we played as a happy birthday to grandma Judy. And right. So in a sense, like, again, I, I wouldn't wish the holidays to be this way, but for my family, that's far away anyway, that we haven't spent a ton of holidays together. It's, we found a way to, for every holiday, spend more time on the device and be creative and interactive with it more than just like, hey, we're going to just sing happy birthday. And so I suspect, you know, I told my son Kyle and to, re- to connect with my sister's kids and see if they could come up with something that we would do for Thanksgiving. And so I stay tuned on awesome. that.
1: That sounds like so much fun. And I have to say, I'm sure you feel the same way, but I'm really impressed with the creativity that's coming out of people. I think we kind of were at a place, uh, you know, pre-COVID where we were kind of all just in our, you know, busy rat race lifestyles for better or worse. But I can speak for myself and my family that, you know, I'm I'm definitely a silver lining person and I can tell you for as much as I don't wish, you know, this upon everyone else um, or myself, I can tell you there definitely have been some great things that have come from this time. And I think it's that family time would be at the the front of the list. I know for, for me and for my family, the amount of time we've had together, the, you know, the, the going back to the, the connectivity and the, you know, playing games and doing puzzles and being in the kitchen together and sitting around the table to eat and, you know, really enjoying meals rather than, you know, like (laughs) most American families, you know, eating in the car, throwing things out the window at somebody as you drop them off at practice and, you know, running around, you know, until you fall on, you know, your pillow at night. And I just, I kind of look forward to, these holidays in this way, thinking, again, we may get to enjoy it at a different pace. I love everything about the holidays, but I certainly can say, you know, they do bring a lot of crazy with them, so I'm just a little hopeful that maybe there will be these new, new you know activities. And I'm we're talking about maybe doing like a a pie contest. There'll be six of us together this year, and I thought you know we could maybe pair off in twos, and each <gasps> pair makes a, you know their own pie. We'll run the pie by each other, so we make sure we don't have like three pumpkin pies. Yeah, but right, right. I thought you know how fun would that be during COVID? We had a pizza baking contest where we did that sort of same thing and we had so much fun. And I, to be honest, having, um, you know, three teenage boys, one enjoys cooking. I would say there are two, not so much. My husband, not so much. But it was so fun to see how much everybody really enjoyed cooking. And I think a lot of it is the competition. They're all competitive. Yeah, right, right. So I think that brought it on. So I thought, how can we make you know, a little competition too. Like obviously, you know, the turkey trot will probably be a competition and I'll lose, but that's okay. Um, But maybe I'll win the pie contest or something. So
0: well, I, I agree with you. I love, I mean, we all love to circle around food, right? And I think yep. I we saw in the beginning of COVID, a lot of people, you know, baking banana breads. And for anybody who saw my beer bread, that's actually Megan's beer bread. She used to make it all the time in college. Uh, of course, it was probably with that's like right. Milwaukee's best, you know, the beast beer. That's the you finest. Know, here I'm using like IPAs and, and I didn't put sugar in it. Like I changed your recipe a bit to make it more, you know, more work Brought for what current. I wanted, right? But but uh, but to expand from that, I know that I started cooking salmon for my family and, and scallops. My son had never had had scallops before and he's starting to try different things and and adding more. I somebody years ago told me about a making lasagna with zucchini noodles. Mm, and yeah. so now I do that all the time. Both for me, I'll make a vegan version. And then for my husband and son, I'll make more of a traditional lasagna, but with the zucchini noodles. So we we really definitely have ha- had fun that way. Um, I will awesome. also say I have, in, in terms of people who like cooking, you know, you always like to be in the kitchen and I can see where you it'd be a natural for you. But for those people who don't, I know locally I have a friend, her name is Aya, who she created these um, cooking classes. And she's been like won awards from Thrillist through COVID because she comes up with some really unique different cooking classes that she does online via Zoom. And That's so, awesome. you know, I can leave that in the show link as well. But I know that there are other places around that you can do digital. My neighbor did some, I believe it was like cookie baking and decorating classes on Zoom. And then- so fun. You know, my my sister, who we said lives in Denver, she and I can get on. If they're virtual, you can do all these activities. And I would guess that they have this type of thing for the holidays.
1: We have a great cooking school here in my area called Savoir. And they're doing that, too. They're doing some virtual cooking classes, which I think is amazing. And I'm just really impressed with how people are kind of reinventing their businesses to, you know, stay connected to people and, and to find new ways to serve the community, one of which is some favorite cookie um, shops in town are selling for those who don't love to cook or bake, they're selling the uniced cookies, but then it's like a kit. So you can get maybe the cut out turkey, for example, or yeah. You know, insert any other thing if it's for Hanukkah or Christmas. Um, But then they give you the icing and the sprinkles and things. So you can, that's really the fun part for the kids is the decorating and and a little less mess for the parents, which is always a win win, right? So maybe looking around, you know, I know we have several of those in our area. Just another great way to kind of simplify and um, yet still have a fun family experience for the holidays.
0: Well, speaking of all these ideas, I reached out to the Pretty Wellness community and I got a lot of feedback of ideas of different things that people were doing. And so I thought it might be fun both um, to talk about it here so all you that are listening might have some ideas that might spark other ideas. And also I'd be curious, hey Meg, do you think your kids would really do these things? So (laughs) uh, I'm going to throw it out here and I guess we'll do like yay, nay, or maybe. Okay. But we broke it, in, I broke it into a few different ca- uh, categories. Um, let's say with apps, like, are there certain apps that we could, you could do together, whether it's, hey, in your household, or it's to connect with people that are long and far. And the apps that I got were a few of them. Um, one of them is called Among Us. Have you heard of that? I'm not familiar, so tell me about that. Okay, my 11-year-old plays this all the time with his friends. So when I first saw that, and it came from somebody uh, that was in college too that follows me, and so I thought that was kind of funny. It's really um, you play games with others at the same time, and I know at least my son will – it's like many video games on your phone, but he'll also be, I think, on FaceTime with his friends. So you have tasks to complete, and you guess – something like who the imposter of the group is. so I'm gonna have to try that if nothing else because hey I got a recommendation from somebody and Absolutely. and here Kyle's doing it uh, another app suggestion I got was playing photo roulette it is <laughs> um, that's that's the actual app photo roulette it's an app that chooses random pictures from your phone to show up on other players phone and you have to guess whose picture it is, like whose phone it is. Oh my um, gosh, I
1: definitely want to play that with you. You have the best pictures and I don't know where you've pulled
0: these pictures (gasps) out of, but uh, you always, that's one thing I've
1: always loved about you. It could be like, you know, some random Tuesday in, you know, February and I just get this text and it's Karen Fine Sullivan and some silly picture of memory lane from, you know, 20 years ago. So when I I sent you the Miami memos, you um, always have great well, ones. Yes,
0: and, and those are those are like snapshots I took. What's interesting <laughs> is I was talking to uh, my intern, which, by the way, I have two amazing interns. One of which is at a school locally here in Connecticut. The other one is from our alma mater, and Meg, you know that because I've told you how, how exciting it is when she sure. will tell me things about you know what's going on there in Oxford, but. She was laughing about saying, you know, and now in today's day and age, you know, they don't do drive-bys like we did, or though she didn't say right. that, I'm just assuming, you know, they don't prank call like we did because everybody has caller ID. <laughs> right. right? It takes the fun out of but they may snapshot like things, like you may take a screenshot of something. So imagine, and she was saying to me, she's like, imagine if I've like, if not necessarily her, but like people have screenshotted things that they saw of something else as, you know, that, that they thought was silly or that they were, you know, and then they play this game and that picture pops up,
1: right? How fun. Well, I definitely think that way. I could definitely tell you my um, teenagers would get a kick out of that. I would get a kick out of that. I guess maybe I'd be nervous what pictures would end up in whose phone. Right, but. right,
0: right. Um, although, like, for us, my pictures are all pretty much, like...
1: No, well, mine are very boring. But. Right, right. But
0: maybe somebody else's wouldn't be. Uh, the other, The other app suggestions I got were, like, you know, there's Scrabble. There's Monopoly. There's all sorts of apps that you could play. Of course, there's House Party. That's not the game, but it's the app. It's, like, the FaceTime where you can get a whole party of people in there. Yep, I see people fun. doing that all the time. Um, All right, the next category, drumroll please, uh, is experiences together but apart. And we talked about the first one about creating, you know, a cooking show over Zoom. People said, a lot of people said they'll just kind of create their own, maybe they'll do a cookie decorating contest, you know, kind of like what you said. Um, How about, do you think your kids would do a movie night over Zoom? Like, what if we were to watch, like, Adam Sandler had that recent Hubie Halloween Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. My kids love television and movies, so I think that'd be fun. You could almost make a book talk afterwards, right, where you just can then sit and chat and talk about just like you would with your friends if you went to the movies together. So, yeah, I think that's a neat idea.
0: Well, you know, on that note, side note here, I wonder if, you know, I think a lot of people are doing virtual book clubs now to stay connected. That's not necessarily holiday-esque. Definitely. Right? do a holiday
1: book, (laughs) holiday movies.
0: Yeah. What if we did Hallmark holiday movies? There you go. There you go. Right. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Here's a funny one. I don't know if I would do this, but have you ever played the game cards against humanity?
1: Yes. That's so funny.
0: Right. So would they, would you play maybe not with your kids, but like, could we have a happy hour? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Could we do a happy hour with our college friends? You know, I don't know about family, right? Where we right, play Cards Against so Humanity. Fun. Absolutely, I could totally, yeah. oh my gosh, Anne, she would be unhinged, right? <laughs> you, you never know what she would say. Anne well, would probably adore that.
1: I think that would be very fun. Most people have that game, right? And you just pull your cards and yeah, that would right, be so fun. Right.
0: I think that could be fun for like an adult-esque. Um, absolutely. I have, you know, people suggested doing Kahoot Trivia. We talked about that. Um, someone suggested there's an online escape room. Have you ever done an escape room?
1: I have not um, done an online one in person. Yes, but yeah. not online.
0: I have not. I know how
1: that would work. That would be
0: kind of. Yeah, the the app is called Alone Together. So if anybody out there is, likes escape rooms. Okay, that, Alone that, Together. Yeah, my parents were always into the. Um, I don't know. This isn't really escape room esque but I could see them loving that. They were always into that. Not choose your own adventure. What was it? The murder mysteries. The mysteries, yeah, like Clue or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Who done it? Right, but no, they would have parties back in the eighties of uh, where people would dress up in costumes. And did anybody do you remember that? Maybe it was just yes, my parents. They yes. Were no, I know mystery. exactly what
1: you're talking about.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so. Let's see, going onto the list, things that we could do together, learn together, help together. We talked about free online classes a, a little bit, but the cooking, uh, you know, it's something I wrote about actually, if people want to check it out on prettywellness.com, but I love this idea and it, it just, I was so excited by it was how do you volunteer virtually? Like a lot of people are, may not go to a soup kitchen now. I mean, some people may, and that's great. They can mask up and, and, but I know a lot of people are on the holidays want to give back.
1: Absolutely, right? yep.
0: Do you know any organizations near you that may have opportunities?
1: You know, I think it's so funny you just brought that up because we were talking about it today at work, working in a middle school. Um, we were talking about, you know, you can still do canned food drives or this is a great time when we're all home to kind of go through closets and have kids try on clothes and take them. We have an amazing place here in our county. It's the um, called... It's Delaware County, it's a common ground free store. And it's a donation place where everybody, it doesn't matter who you are, you get four free items a month. Um, and so they have everything from household items to clothes and things like that. So even just taking that time to help, you know, I think go through our things that we have an abundance of um, and, you know, share that with- that's great people you know, in need. I know another one that we have done um, with our family um, during this time is making goodie bags for the families at Ronald McDonald House. So oh, a lot of their families are spending weeks and months yeah. um, in the Ronald McDonald House. And so they like to have, you know, snacks and treats and things to look forward to. So as a family, we, you know, Got a bunch of items. You can order them on Amazon or have them delivered um, from many of the area food stores, and then, you know, bunch of Ziploc bags and put them together and take it down and um, drop it off at the front door, or they, you know, will have someone come out to your trunk and, and take it out for you. And I know they're always so grateful for items like that. So those are a couple that we've just I- talked about with our family recently, but can be pretty easy and very rewarding ones.
0: Well, and and I, as we were doing the research for this volunteer piece, there were uh, even a number of opportunities for little kids. There's an organization called, I think it's Color a Smile. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll put all this, I'll put your information as well as what I'm saying in the show notes so people can go back and if they're interested. But Color a Smile, like if you've got a five-year-old that wants to color and you mail it to this, you know, to an address and then they send it out to people in need. There's a Love Your mm-hmm. Elders is another nonprofit where people will write letters to seniors. And, and I'm not talking Wonderful. like seniors in high school, I'm talking with senior citizens right. where they'll do a video. You know, where, where, you know, we all are so connected in that way that you'll do a little video and you might do it with your five-year-old and wishing them happy Thanksgiving or happy holidays and and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it might be. That's a great idea, right? The, these are there's so many things that people could do. Like museums are oftentimes mm-hmm. like if you have the time and the energy and you want to do data collection for them, or, or you know, putting it in spreadsheets. There's all sorts depending on what your passion might be. These are ways to give back. And I know for us, I my sister has been so good. She's so service oriented. She always takes all of her three kids to go out and help with different charities. And it's so sweet. And I told myself 2020 is the year that Mm. I am gonna, you know, gonna enjoy this with Kyle. And a few years ago we started to do something locally and I wanted to do more. And of course here we are, which is why again, I, I think some of these opportunities that you can do just from your home. I mean, we know that there's this, I read this piece from I think it was the Mayo Clinic, that's talking about a helper's high that we all get when you volunteer, you feel good too.
1: Absolutely. Right? I think you almost get more out of it than the person receiving, but yeah, it's so important.
0: Did you ever see that Friends episode Thinking, uh, speaking of where Phoebe and Joey are talking about this subject in itself, about how every good deed isn't like, there's never a selfless good deed because if you do something for somebody else, you feel good about yourself. And thus that is, you know, as they say, selfish. And so, I mean, you know, friends, it's a whole comedy of errors. But I've always thought about that, about how- So true. Right, we all feel so good. Yep.
1: And one that just popped in my mind too, that is another awesome one that um, has really, I think in some regards, kind of found a silver lining through this pandemic is a, a dear friend of mine, Amy Hoying, is the executive director of a foundation here in Columbus called Second and Seven. And it was founded by some Ohio State Buckeyes, and it's a literacy program. And they basically seek out student athletes, whether it be high school or college, to dedicate their time to read books that the Second and Seven Foundation write every year and then give to the children. The idea being, you know, behind it that children can start their own library of books and begin to learn to love reading with this readers and leaders program. Well, they have started to take it virtually this year. And what's been amazing is it's allowed student athletes all around the country. The program has been snowballing through the last 20 years um, since it's been here. A lot of athletes leave Ohio State and the Columbus community and have taken it back to wherever they go. So it already does have a little of, um, you know, a sprawl across our country, but this has taken it even further because we're finding you don't even have to be in the schools, you know, or sitting next to a child. You can still read a book to a child virtually and and still talk to that child um, who, you know, really desperately Still needs to feel that connectiveness and still be encouraged to read, and so they have found. I know with their organization that it's allowing them to tap into to new readers and new role models and be able to reach even more children um, virtually in the schools. So that's been one of those silver lining things. I know too for a charity that you know always has opportunities for for um, you know people wanting to get involved in a safe way.
0: Now coming full circle here. I think I've heard of the organization not just from you, but didn't Katie Smith participate in it? Yes, I want she to did. say years yes, ago. She did. For those of you that that don't know, Katie Smith is a three-time Olympian for basketball. She's in two basketball Hall of Fames. She's in the WNBA. She actually started her WNBA career when I was working for the Timberwolves and Lynx, and so I met her. She's actually one of the earlier episodes on Happiness Through Hardship mm-hmm. the podcast, and she is an Ohio State Buckeye through and through. She's she, a legend here. She is a legend in Columbus. She's like a legend and anybody who follows women's basketball uh, knows like she's a phenomenal athlete. She's an amazing coach. And honestly, she is such an incredible person. I feel very honored that I had an opportunity to work with her way back when. And so I had her to the organization, not just from you. So that it's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Small
1: world, isn't it?
0: (laughs) So Um, We are, I mean, as I said at the beginning, you and I, Meg, could talk for hours upon hours about really anything, you know, hey, I wish people (laughs) were on here live and they could just throw a question at us and and watch us go. I mean, I mean, we we've gone on road trips together, obviously, when we were in college back in the day, and and I think we drove down to Duke, which would have been like a thirteen hour drive, I think, and you know, we probably didn't start, stop talking the whole time.
1: I'm pretty certain of that,
0: right? But that that's the beauty of us, right? It doesn't matter how old we are; we still have stories to tell. And I, I, I mean, from the bottom of my heart, Meg, you, I am so grateful. For for you for our friendship for Sims Hall for bringing us together for, you know for Jeff moving out to Minneapolis so that we could you know do the road trip to Ohio and and visit you and and you know we oh, have right. such a, a a thick history here and as you know we end all episodes playing the Grateful Game so um, I am hoping that you will play.
1: Absolutely. I'm looking
0: forward to it. Right, right. Oh my gosh. Now no, I'm putting myself on the spot here. All right. So for those of you that are new to me, uh, we play the grateful game at the end of each episode. It is also something I play with my son on most nights because, uh, you know, I believe in positivity and to end my day or to end each episode, uh, thinking about something that we're grateful for oftentimes, you know, gives you kind of that warm, fuzzy feeling and being well and wellness is really all about know, finding different practices that will help your well-being. And a gratitude practice is one for me. So I will start. I'll give us 30 seconds. I mean, as if we can, um, we can do that. wish them all in. Right. All right. So I am going to say, ready, set, go. I am so grateful for technology, for the fact that over the last, I mean, goodness, several years, starting with at Miami of Ohio, when we first started emailing people. Um, it has been my connectivity to the outside world, no matter where I am in life. When I was in Luxembourg and I emailed you guys back at Miami, back in the day, um, you know, even this morning when I was texting Jeff, Lisa, and Anna, and being like, oh my gosh, I want to stump Megan on some stuff. What else can we talk <laughs> about her? Mind you, I knew a lot of them, but there were a few things that, uh, you know, Jeff sent us your uh, prom picture. Um, so, I'm grateful for them um, and why, because, uh, you know, my old friends have such a special place in my heart, and to bring back these happy memories, uh, you know, it's warm and fuzzy. So, anyway, I guess that's me at two. I'm tossing it to you.
1: Awesome. Oh, gosh. I have so many things that I've recognized today. One of which I must say is one rate plans, kind of similar to yours, but. Think about how much money we used to spend because it was like thirty-five cents a minute for us to talk, <laughs> and we could talk. When I was in Kentucky with Hershey, and oh my gosh. you know, you were Minnesota with the yeah. Timberwolves. So I was explaining that to my kids the other day, and that was so foreign to them. You know, if they want to pick up the phone and talk to family out of town, and you know that they didn't even understand that. So I got the giggles talking about the um, bills that oh, we get three hundred dollar right. bills a month, and I. By no means could afford that, but I am so grateful for one rate plan. So, definitely, definitely that. And, you know, the other day I just was out walking and enjoying. We have been so lucky here in Ohio um, with our fall weather. It was just beautiful and really reminded me how much I love the seasons. You know, it's funny how you get to the end of a season and I'm kind of ready for the next. Like, I look forward to. The change, I guess. And while we don't always have the greatest winters in Ohio, the skies are a little gray. Um, I definitely enjoy the snow. You know, I enjoy a good snow day and curling up by the fire with a cup of coffee and a good book. Um, I love having that change again to spring and on to summer. So I just realized how long our fall was this year, which is pretty rare, but the colors and just the opportunity to be outside a lot more. We had three 76, 78 degree days that we don't typically have in November. So I'm just grateful that I was able to be out and enjoy the beautiful colors and the beautiful weather.
0: Well, Meg, I think you won. You got one more than me. But you know, I don't care who wins. I think we all we all do when we can find when we tap into gratitude, there are so many studies that talk about the importance of you know, focusing on positivity or focusing on trying to identify what you're grateful for and why, of course, because, you know, my son will just list off like, I'm grateful for this door. I'm grateful for this cup. I'm grateful. (laughs) No, that's not what it's about. It's like taking a moment for the why. Why are you grateful for this? And And no matter where we are in life, and, and I believe this and, you know, everybody has their own opinion, but mine really is that when I was in the darkest parts of my cancer diagnosis and which was, you know, the stage four was the scariest point in my life it really helped me to be able to focus on those little things and things that brought me joy, things that, uh, you know, I inevitably was grateful for and it helped me put one foot in front of the other. Like, does it change, um, Mm -hmm. things in life? Not, not often, um, seldom, but it helped me find a little bit of joy during my day. And of, and of course, like, uh, to me, that's what it's all about. So thank you, Meg, for being on with me.
1: You are amazing. And I, I must say, You know, nobody does happiness and, you know, attitude and gratitude better than you. You have been like that for as long as I've known you, but I'll end with this little part. I was talking about you with a student of mine who was having a bad day and um, you actually came up in conversation. I didn't use your name, but I talked about one of my best friends from college and we made the connection in the analogy of, you know, Winnie the Pooh and talking about, (laughs) Eeyore uh-huh. and Tigger, and I mean, he was having a really bad day, and we kind of just talked about how you know life comes at us in um, different you know directions, and some of us have those days where things are tough. But we talked about how we can choose to be an Eeyore or choose to be a Tigger by what we see. So I explains kind of a little bit about you and your podcast and how you your work is is to find the good, and so I had fun with him, trying to help him find um, the good, and he is a a new student to our era and a lot of change in his life and reasons to feel kind of down and sad, but we had fun kind of focusing on the things that would make him see things from Tigger's lens, so so thank you for being my Tigger, Uh, it's always so much fun to get to talk with you, you bring smiles, A lot of laughter and uh, joy to not only me, but to anyone who you come in contact. So thank you for what you're doing.
0: Oh my gosh, Meg, I'm totally tearing up. That means so much to me. You're awesome. That, I mean, for all of you out there, this is, I mean, this I, I believe is my calling that I meant to share my life, that I meant to help communicate stories, to give hope. Because it's really hard when you have a tough diagnosis or, yeah. I mean, hey, with so many people in, in quarantine right now, not knowing what's going to go on, not knowing with whatever it is in the world is really tough. But if we can have hope, if we can find, you know, a little bit to so, so that the sky doesn't feel like it's falling and that we have a choice. Absolutely. That is the difference between, you know, having a good day and not. And the more good days we have, I believe the better our life is. So again, absolutely, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love thank you. you.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for what you do every day for, for so many people. You truly are making such a difference.
0: And to all of you listeners out there, thank you for being here. I hope that we've provided um a bunch of ideas. And if nothing else, um, maybe a few laughs to help kick off the holiday season or bring you right through the holiday season into the new year. So happy holidays, everyone. And bye for now. I want to leave you with a quick thought, but first a request. Please take a minute to rate, review and subscribe. You leaving a review helps us with our podcast ranking. The higher we are ranked, the more people can discover our show. And please tell your friends about us too. If you love us, they might as well. And now, my parting words. Please take a minute right now and think about what you love about the holidays and how you may be able to recreate it. Or even as Meg said, choose something different that may turn out to be a new tradition. Now, for my family, it is truly about family and food. And so oftentimes in my childhood family, my extended family, the fine family, it was all about desserts. And so I have a little gift for you if you are a dessert lover like I am. So if you are interested in trying a healthy ice cream I love, love, love Daily Harvest ooey gooey chocolate scoops. So my present to you is $25 off your first order. So check out daily and use Pretty Wellness as the code at checkout. Now I know the holidays will be different this year and I'm wishing you all a way to find a little joy. So thanks again for joining us today. I am sending you lots of happiness and great health. Bye for now.